Welcome to Finding Monster Right, the show about finding monsters, right? Right. In some places of Middle-earth, in small taverns with people with weird names, uh, referred to me as Adam. And we don't want to go to war today, but the Lord of the Lash says nay, nay, nay. Remember that from, like, the animated Return of the King? We're doing orcs! Yes, the Urukai and the orc folk. The fighting Urukai. Nah. That's that's my wizard <laughs> voice. It's pretty. That's a pretty good wizard. Nah. <laughs> no, that's just Ray Romano. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you've you've digressed immediately. Ray Romano really is a good wizard name, though. We're off track already. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, uh, the name of this episode is uh, Mordor's Kitchen, putting meat back on the menu. Yeah, and uh, can I talk? It's a- Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, this is a nonsensical title that has a very specific meaning to us and to your observation. Yes, yeah. Uh, since I was as young as possible, that's not how a sentence happens. Wait a minute. Okay. Since I was young, I remember uh, watching uh, The Lord of the Rings, the Two Towers movie, and there's a scene in it where uh, some orcs are... Uh, there's uh, some orcs that are marching, and one of them says, like, we can't go further, we have to take a breather. And then the general orc, the captain of the team, the coach, is like, <laughs> it's like, uh, oh, start a fire, okay, you've all worked hard today, and I support you, and this is a good work environment. <laughs> and uh, then, like, they start talking about how we haven't had anything but maggoty bread for three stinking days. And then they talk about eating their captives. And then uh, the uh, the coach, Ugluk, is like, he's the coach now. Yeah, yeah, no, I got it. Is uh, just like, they're he, he not. Doesn't have any or- he doesn't have any orange slices left over. No, yeah. <laughs> it's like, they're not for eating. And then there's a disagreement and he winds up killing one of the guys that wants to eat the captives who are the protagonists of some of the protagonists. And uh, he says, looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. And then they eat the orc. Now, what that implies is that Ugluk the Orokai knows what a menu is and therefore has been to a restaurant, which is just the strangest thing to think about. Like, yeah, what, no. what kind of restaurant would it be? And why is it definitely an Applebee's? restaurants in middle earth restaurants in mordor specifically hold on let me flip those r's more <laughs> yeah thank you mordor can you roll the m too i know how this goes this is <laughs> i've heard i've heard this one before <laughs> That actually might be how you uh, say the word Mordor in an Entish accent. Right. I, I did a little homework of my own on um, orc dietary restrictions. Ooh. Or I should say habits, not restrictions. I don't think they would be restricted in any sense. The references that you had specifically to the, the movie and stuff ties into it very... Because it's a lot of... It's bread and it's meat. Those are like pretty much all the references point to one of those two things. Yep. 
Well, I mean, they have to eat vegetables or fruit at some point, right? Well, actually, I think there is some uh, some reference somewhere. I'm not sure if this is in the books or in some kind of extra canonical material, but uh, Mordor's volcanic fields are very fertile. You mean the fields of Nern? The fields of Nern, yes. I I think you're I think you're on top of this. Yes, they uh, uh, a lot of the grain that's been harvested there. Oh goddamn it! Is, uh, <laughs> yep. It's specifically grain with uh, ash-enriched soil. My favorite vegetable is bread because I'm an eight-year-old boy. Blah. Uh, yeah, it means that they make bread. And apparently, sometimes they get maggots from that, too. Which, that's just more meat. Oh, man. Somebody's got to give them an orange slice, or they're going to get scurvy. Yeah. Maybe that's why There's they're no... like that. <laughs> There's no mention of uh, domestic animals or anything like that, either. It's All the meat seems to be, like, earned. You know, like, uh, some goblins are said to eat, like, horses and ponies. That's kind of tight, um, actually. Yeah, it's like, oh, you can only eat meat that's, like, earned. Hmm. That's very chimpanzee-like, actually. I remember writing a paper about this, uh, how chimpanzees, like, put a value on meat. Like, they use it as almost like a social currency. Hmm. Uh, that makes sense. Now, the big complication on that, which is also shown in that scene, is that, uh... Some orcs are cannibalistic. Yep. Which, that's earned meat. I think that's the cultural value. <laughs> that's that's earned meat, but you have to be careful with that one. Yeah. That's like when, uh, I hear when some farmers, uh, like, you know, they, they discover it's not uncommon for some hens to uh, turn cannibalistic and start, like, eating eggs. Mm. As soon as that happens, immediately they have to pull that hen aside and uh, have, have give a stern, it a stern talk talking to. to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have to, uh, you know, tell him that this is a team sport and that, uh, so, you know, you can't, uh, there's no I in dinner. There, except the one that you put in there and you should stop putting it in there because it's bad to your children. A lot of animals will eat their own eggs especially if they know for a fact that they're infertile or if they're like too old and they haven't hatched or something because, uh, you know, you spend a lot of energy making that egg and you got to recoup your loss and you don't want predators around. Mm. Uh, so orcs, uh, as a, the fantasy race that they are, um, still uh, take up that, that habit. Uh, but let's, let's talk about, all right, so I'm an orc, right? Correct. <laughs> My culinary skills... Um, I know are at least like baker level mm -hmm. <laughs> established bread. And th th so there's bakers and there's butchers, I guess are our two things here. If there's a restaurant, that means some of those are a little more entrepreneurial than your average orc. Hmm. Well, I think once, uh, once like, uh, spoiler alert, Sauron, <laughs> uh, the lidless eye, the Lord of the Rings and all that is, uh, defeated. Has his final blink. Has his final, well, he's lidless, so how does that, whatever. And uh, the orcs kind of scatter, and I have a excerpt bookmarked from uh, from ah. Return of the King. Uh, let's hear some of it. I do admit, though, his first blink. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> first blink. As when death smites the swollen, brooding thing that inhabits their crawling hill, and holds them all in sway, ants will wander witless and purposeless, and then feebly die, so the creatures of Sauron, orc or troll or beast spell-enslaved, ran hither and thither, mindless, 
and some slew themselves, or cast themselves in pits, or fled wailing back to hide in holes and dark lightless places far from hope. Me, I was just wondering how I knew what a menu was. What was that? Is that elvish? Who am I? Who is Oogluk? You're probably wondering how I got here. Well, it's a long story. I needed a clue and a drink. One of them I knew where to find. <laughs> so, so that, that is a uh, that is a, a loophole that I thought of when toying over this question. Uh, restaurants and bars known for having menus, mm-hmm. and orcs certainly drink. Absolutely, like uh, what? Here, ask Oogluk what orcs drink so we can figure it out. I'm in character now. Okay. Uh, Oogluk. Yeah. Mara. I see I see you have just laid waste to an elven army. Fuck yeah, I did. <laughs> orcs swear now. Wow. Cool. I'm I'm hip. Uh have you uh ha- what the what do you like to drink? Man when, uh, flesh. when the thirst takes you. Flesh. Man flesh. Man flesh, okay. You like, uh... Or woman flesh. That also delights me. How do you, uh, how do you drink it? Or... Do you, like, juice it down? Non-binary people flesh. Oh. I am, I do not discriminate. Um, I don't... Hmm. I think I answered before I understood the full grasp of the question. I'm not, I... Most of my thoughts have been thought for me by a giant eye in a tower somewhere. I'm not used to thinking about things. Do the clouds look like things to you? It's so weird. This is all new to me. This is not helping. No, I don't think we're getting anywhere. Is there a... So... Well, okay, they make bread. So I guess they can make beer. That's a perfect point. Yeah. As as long as there's been grain, there's been people trying to drink it, mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to drink solids. There we did go. get somewhere. Yeah. Oh, can you ferment man flesh? Oh, that sounds delicious. I would do that in a heartbeat. Like I wouldn't eat a person, but I would drink a per. Moving on. Yeah. So I, I, honestly, we, we're we're sort of building a, a menu here just from what's available to us. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know what? I'm. I have a cup of coffee on the side and i think that uh, i think about places that grow coffee like costa rica and hawaii and they're very volcanic places Mm. i bet mordor has coffee and coffee was uh domesticated in uh the arabian peninsula and sauron has the uh the easterlings and the haradrim yeah actually speaking of cafe (laughs) i I think we've established like we definitely have a cafe worth of ingredients here Mm. So it's like the little bakery section. If if coffee is on the menu, then coffee as well. I stared down into the muddy brown bean water. It tasted good as the hot water from the Easterlings poured down my gullet. But what I really needed to pour down was the truth. I had no answers, only questions. Questions like... I stepped on a bug and felt sad. What the fuck's that about? Huh. Life comes at you fast. Where has Atrosh gone to? What 
What does Sardek know? Olgag, my old friend. Is he behind this? I wonder if Lord Thag ever went back for that girl. What was her name again? Ah. It was okay. also Blorthag, actually. <laughs> yes, the Blorthags. That's why they fell in love. I remember now. <laughs> Man, I guess life does come at you fast. I would like to discuss a little bit here. Um, the Zoom in on the butcher for, for a moment. Mm. Uh, because a, a carver of of uh, meats and such uh, deboning, I could definitely, I I could see that kind of uh, that job. However, are how good are orc tools at this or orc weapons? Is it something that they they would be great at, or is it like do they not wouldn't have the dexterity in, in, uh, required? I'm looking at the uh, at the big kind of a machete looking thing on this uh on that they have with the spike on the end and uh, i just keep thinking like i look at that and i think spit roast or like some shawarma or something going on like carving off shawarma with that that's very good and also like even if you get like a little bit of like some like flex of iron because it's like very kind of like hastily mass produced and wrought like you know, uh, this is a thing with uh, military grade stuff. Military grade means it breaks easy, right? <laughs> Correct. And oh boy, are we going to compare the military industrial complex to Mordor? Because I have some thoughts. Never mind. But also, maybe there's some like blood and guts on there still. And if that gets into the shawarma, that's just even better. Yeah, that that is uh, something that was detected in one of the books. Just like you know, it's the you know. Blood on my knife, gonna lick that thing off. Hell yeah, that's hella yeah. tight. I'm so down for that. If I murdered so, people with knives, I would do that all the time. <laughs> is, is, we're gonna need a whole episode to walk this one back. <laughs> <laughs> one does not simply walk back into Mordor. <laughs> uh, but yes, this uh, I that is something to be said about the Urukai and the the orcs. Is that back to your point? Lots of volcanoes hot environments they're fans of that that area so furnaces in both the uh the meat cooking and the bread making business mm-hmm. big on it uh, you did say something about uh uh spit roasting the shawarma spices oh yeah let's let's talk spices here oh yeah well uh does mortar have a coast because for my money the most important spice is salt uh, it is very valuable. It's very versatile, and let's. Unfortunately, I think the coast is where uh, the good people are. Ah, oh, damn it! Mordor is very landlocked. Wait, wait, wait! There's a, uh, there's a. Uh, what is this uh, big lake in the middle here? The sea, the sea of Nurnen, N- next to the thi- the fields of Nern. This is a hard word to say. Next to the fields right. of Nern in Mordor. Okay, so yeah, we talked about the fields earlier in the sea. Let's see how salty it is. Let's see how salty it uh, is. You know, I feel uh, like actually the uh, idea. I, I, fe- I think we're good. Uh, Nernin is glossary in in the of course the Tolkien Gateway glossary. It's called Sadwater, but Tolkien also suggests that uh, it means dead water. Ah, and of course 
as you know, the saltiest body of water on our planet is, uh, or our time of our planet, dumb, <laughs> the Dead Sea. Yes, that is that is true. I wonder if the Aral Sea has actually beaten that lately. Because you know how, like, uh, the Aral Sea is just, like, almost evaporated and dried up. I bet that's super salty now. Oh, yeah. So, that's, uh, so, yeah, I think uh, just with those two, <laughs> drawing a line between those two points, that, yeah, perhaps they use the salt from the sea. Yeah, and, to, like, uh, season. There's a great video uh, from Polygon where they make all of the uh, recipes from Breath of the Wild as uh, Link would make them out just like in the woods somewhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, they can only use a certain set of ingredients. And when they get to the ingredients that explicitly say you can use salt, it's just <laughs> like markedly everything improves. <laughs> in fact, salt is so useful that it is the root of the word salary. Because of how it relates to, to money and wealth. Yes. Yes? Yeah. 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 So I definitely think that salts can be... <laughs> so... <laughs> Salt is actually something that can be so intimate. <laughs> oh, we, uh... I think we're a couple of spices short of a spice rack, though. And... Man flesh? No, Luke. <laughs> that's not a spice. Horseradish isn't an instrument, either. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you you made a good point earlier about the fields, how we're kind of shooting ourselves in the foot that they're only <laughs> grain. Mm. And that in all my research, I've seen nothing about uh, orcish vegetables. Well, in paleontology, stick with me for a minute. No, uh, I you had me at only. I think I said, well, in paleontology. I did not say the word only anywhere in there. You had me at well. So, in paleontology, uh, when we don't know what kind of food an animal eats, we will uh, infer we. I'm a paleontologist now. Uh, We, the scientists of the planet Earth, will uh, determine what it eats based on the kind of teeth that it has and look for, like, uh, patterns in, like, the wear of the teeth and all that sort of thing. And I want to talk about... Uh, one particular feature of orcs that has always uh, that I've always found questionable, and that is, what are the tusks for? Like evolutionarily <laughs> a, speaking. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a tough question. Like, what are things that animals use tusks for in real life? They uh, fight with other males uh, with them, and they uh, like boars will use them to dig up like uh, roots and. Uh, small animals and things but the orcs have hands and tools to do most of their dirty work yeah and the female orcs which are in middle earth but not ever mentioned uh there's i think historically speaking in depictions of orcs in fantasy media there isn't a lot of like sexual dimorphism of like the male's tusks are bigger i don't think Mm -hmm. it's a common trope so it's not a sexual selection thing which is normally the go-to of, like... I, I was going to say, I could see, like, you know, a, uh, a me versus you. Uh, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, that uh, com- competitiveness or the intimidation factor. A lot of that's kind of uh, that stuff. But if, yeah, if, it is, if it's not tied in that way. I, there's, a, there's a lot of questions about orcs in just personal appearance that I, that I come to mind looking through them. Like, it's like, okay, their hairstyles are a thing. 
I remember going back, fighting, uh, fighting with Orglog over a girl. We both liked her, and I challenged him to a kiss fight with our tusks, and <laughs> I guess that was the last time I felt passion. Hmm. Bean juice. Alright, I'm just gonna intercut, like, some, like, <laughs> some, like, noir jazz underneath all of Ooglook's, just, like, asides. It's gonna be a really, like, good... Yeah, no, it's, uh, I'm, I'm all for it. But hairstyles, you were saying? Yeah, hairstyles, and also, uh, like, a lot of, like, some nose piercings and lip piercings, and... Oh, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of, they're very fashion-forward, so... Uh, more points towards the kind of and the paints, like the face paints and stuff like that. Oh, I love so the face paints. So more points towards a, a towards trendy cafe. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Like almost, I think orcs are the high fantasy version of cyberpunk. <laughs> like they're decked out with like piercings and crazy hair and uh, paint and tattoos and stuff, and well, they I, have technology I, ahead of everybody else. I could see if you, yeah, if you forward, fast forward them in time, uh, you could, they'd have like these like underground like bistros and like, you Ooh. know, uh, neon everywhere <laughs> um, and uh, handprints and uh, that kind of, what do you call it, finger paints and stuff like that, that uh, shine under ultraviolet lights and stuff like that. Yeah. You know what? Let's do a little uh, lidless eye for the Urukai here. I think we could actually get the Urukai to look kind of presentable. <laughs> when you're seeing them in the movies, you're seeing them after, like, they've been marching for three days with captives over the Rittermark. Like, they have not showered. They have not done a single thing to their hair. They've only eaten maggots. And they're, like, sweaty and gross. And even before that, when they're fighting, like, they're just in a forge somewhere. What I'm saying is... I think an Urukai with a shower might be a viable target for uh, Squatchalorette. <laughs> I, I was actually thinking uh, uh, our other game. Oh? That, uh, I, I was thinking uh, Long Stalks on the Beach. Okay. These are very similar segments. <laughs> it's actually kind of weird that we have two segments about dating monsters, but okay. But uh, let's start with the Squatchalorette. So, okay, prettying up the uh the the orakai yeah like so it, basically we're talking about like a spa day is needed here a, a much delayed spa day yeah oh that's a that's a that's a good that's a great date is a spa day yeah i uh, just kind of uh you know get, get getting your hair done kind of weird for a first date now that i'm thinking about it right yeah uh not not so great but still okay if we're make if we're like making over an Urukai. Where do we start? Yeah, uh, so uh, I for, forget the long songs in the beach. Let's talk Squash Lorette. Okay. We're trying to match make this monster. We're making this monster as presentable as possible. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, I like that's that's what I'm saying. Start with like if if we started at a spa, if we if we began this in your full makeover fashion, uh, first thing first is like deep clean. Yes, okay. That that old war paint's gotta go, and uh, you might need some like industrial materials to, <laughs> because it's like it's that. Then there's like burnt flesh beneath it. I'm picturing like uh just like a like a bevel, just like 
<laughs> really getting in there with like some sandpaper on like a little spinny bit. Yeah, just some some real. Uh, I would definitely recommend like a, a moisturizing routine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, honestly, for for what I've seen, dental health is actually pretty good. Yeah, well, I mean, a you lot, know, you got a lot gotta... of pearly whites. Yeah. Alrighty, so maybe we could work with that. Mm-hmm. Maybe some uh, braces, yeah, no... though. <laughs> yeah, braces are, are it's a it's a long term solution. Well, hang on. Actually, if Middle Earth is Britain, maybe we don't have to worry about that part so much. <laughs> you think they already match? Yeah, I think they are already fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, okay. Uh, clean them up. Uh, nice little. Uh, get the barber in here. I think. Uh, I think some kind of. Uh, <laughs> I think bangs might do the the orc pretty well. Huh. <laughs> is that a is that a yes or is that a? I gotta say, it depends on the orc. Okay. Okay. If it's one of those that... like little like goblin dudes, then yes, like. <laughs> A little like, yeah. like a little like, uh, kind of a a very Beatlemania look. Now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that'd be really for some. Why does that image work so well in my head? It really does. Wait, <laughs> like the little like a little Liverpool goblin. Oh my god! Like what? Picture four of them, just <laughs> as the Beatles. Yeah, little bowl cuts, and that's a good look. Except instead of like John, Paul, George, and Ringo, it's like. Uh, Jorblog, uh, Mortar, uh, Zim, Zim, Zimbo, and And Ringo. And Ringo, yes. (laughs) Yeah, no, they're, I'm I'm all for it. So, yeah, I... Well, we were in the hordes of Sauron, and we just decided that it wasn't groovy for us. Is my impression of the Beatles. It's not good. I, I think it's real easy. To, to, to clean up a, an Uruk guy. Oh, yeah. They're already, like, half people, kind of, I guess. <laughs> right. So, uh, and you can get some really smart smart with the uh, the war paints. Instead mm-hmm. of the, the haphazardness of it, to make Ooh. it a little more symmetrical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down for this. This is good. In fact, tattoo it. Like, uruk mm. I've never seen uruk with tattoos, but I think they'd be down. Oh, absolutely. They, <laughs> yeah, I think the lower effort stakes of it's probably... And pro for them. Yeah. And then there's the hair. Mm-hmm. Now, like, I'm thinking about Ugluk in the films, and his hair <laughs> is just, like, very long and gray and stringy. And again, he hasn't been doing anything to it. Like, we don't know if he has, like, a cave back in Mordor where he has, like, ah, yeah, like, like actual conditioner. I can finally get back to my jail regimen. <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, I think maybe the play there is uh just like very short crew cut oh no 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 no. like an undercut oh hell yeah hell yeah yeah i i I could even see even see that working with like some of the more helmets and other accessories that they that they often have Mm -hmm. uh but no yeah just real just clean them up it's it's not hard (laughs) anyone can do it no it absolutely could and i do want to go down on whoa Okay, I do want to. I mean, well, let's see how well this makeover goes. Um, I do want to run down the uh, outfit situation. We it's about time that we got there. So uh, yeah, last thing about the the head uh, piercings are definitely uh, you can be real as long as they maintain the kind of minimalist approach. I, I think you, they'll work out just fine. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing: is we got to do it right because like. 
they could get pretty gnarly with those piercings, probably. Like, they'll just jam, like, a, a shard of iron ore into their face. It is piercing. Like, no. Just, like, bones through the forehead. Yeah, like, it gets all gangrene and gross, and it's like, no, come on. Yeah, as long as they are a little, yeah, a little more professional with their piercings. <laughs> I think they'll work out fine. So, okay, uh, let's talk about the outfit. Yeah. Okay. Lots of blacks. Lots of blacks. Um, Lots of blacks and browns and uh, studs. You know, I'm thinking about it. I think they might be a little bit more of an autumn than what uh, their current look kind of uh, suggests they're going for. They're currently a little more of a winter, right? I think, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, and... I, 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 I found a pretty a pretty babe and orc. I, I gotta share with you. Okay. And I, the the background tells me that this is from like some kind of uh. See, I was definitely pretty up during a uh, like a ren fair or something like that. But uh, check out this guy. And he he gives me. A, oh hell yeah! Yeah, he it just it's pretty pretty ordinary. He's got some Geralt uh, of Rivia vibes going on, actually, a little bit. Oh, yeah, sure. Hey, uh, can you yeah. link that so our audience knows what you're talking about? I will post uh, the photo with the episode. Okay. And, uh, yeah, th- but the the, the studs and, and black leather really makes me think, like, kind of like a goth look, almost. Yeah, I gotta say, also, like, this is not a sexualized costume we're talking about here. No. This, uh, is, this is a very... Uh, this is just an attractive it, it, man who is wearing an orc costume mm-hmm. and, like, pulling and it, it off. Yeah, he, he's his face is a little less uh, burnt and melty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very good, it's a very good mix. And it doesn't look, it looks, like, passably like an orc also. Mm-hmm. Like an uruk. Yeah, I, I think uruk is the black speech word for uh, orc, and high is the word for man, and it's supposed to be, like, a goblin man. Uh, thing I used to know the whole ring poem and everything. I, I can't remember it now. Ashnask, uh, Ashnask, give tool. Ashnask, give me a break, a piece of that Kit Kat bar. I don't know. So, so uh, from this, uh, from this orc uh, that, that we're looking at here, uh, I'm, a- I'm imagining a little, little more cleaned up. Mm-hmm. Do what does this? Uh, he has some scars on his face monster. that don't necessarily have to be there. I guess. Yeah. Uh, does this uh, monster get a uh, a, ro- a rose? Well, we decided with Slenderman that uh, we're gonna wait on uh, on like uh, if the uh, on the rose for the very end once we have like a repertoire of monsters to pick from. But I think right. I think I have high hopes, especially if we didn't really talk a lot about the outfit. You said goth, and that, yes. that's a take. That's a play. I think that's good. Mm-hmm. But. I was thinking more of like a very, uh, just like very kind of like outdoorsy chic, almost like a hipster thing, like, mm. uh, like I can see that flannels with like sleeves rolled up. Mm. Well, it's like a flannel, but instead of just elbow patches, their patches are just everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it, honestly, you add a collar to this current outfit, and that's a good looking orc. Yeah, no, hundred percent. All right. Uh, so yeah, I definitely think that this guy will go in the running for future squad <laughs> in in our future brackets. Uh, so, but, uh, I, I think we need to get back to this restaurant he- business here. Uh, so, uh, we, I, I feel like we're like one more meal slash ingredients away. The sleeves on my rolled up flannel that, uh, that I was wearing were looking very attractive, but also I felt like I was missing something. Just like how I was missing the fact that my wrists were cold. Everything felt cold in Mordor now. 
because the volcano stopped doing its volcano thing. And I needed something. Hey, are, are you going to order anything? No, I'm monologuing into a coffee cup. I don't know what to tell you, friend. Well, I mean, if, if, if you haven't picked something off the menu, you can, you can leave. Or you'll be on the menu. Wait a minute, what? What did you just say? <laughs> so. And that's when it hit me. <laughs> it hit me like a ton of Limbus. I was the menu. <laughs> it, it hit me like a... Like a... A, a siege engine. <laughs> like a... It hit me like, like a... a catapult stone. It, it hit me like an unfortunately placed Oliphant shit. That's gross. But also yeah, terrifying to consider. Maybe like it isn't just a whole oliphant, man. You, Those things are big. They can hit you. You really gotta you gotta think like there were some unfortunate accidents in uh that thing before. <laughs> it was like, okay, new rule, everyone. Everyone stays at least thirty feet behind the oliphant at all times. I know it's funny, but like also a lot of people died. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why maybe that's why they, they grew the tusks out of respect for the Oliphant. Hmm. Fighting an Oliphant with your teeth is <laughs> No, no respect. Like Incredible. They, they, they ate they ate the uh, Urukai that did not have tusks because they did not respect the Oliphant. Well, okay, you can't just grow tusks because you want to impress a strange <laughs> elephant. No, no, I I'm saying I've it's uh... tried. <laughs> I I'm saying it's Darwinism. It's they 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 called the herd of ones that did not have tusks. Well, uh, the elephants are from uh, Far Harad, I think. Ah, and uh, they're a military alliance uh, that has happened recently. So I don't think that's happening on like an evolutionary time scale. Does Far Harad have a little uh, have any bit of a Middle Eastern bit I, to it? I believe it does. Yeah, I believe there's uh, some kind of a connection there uh huh well if if you ask me if oliphants are coming from this uh a region like that i'm certain that uh spices flow in their wake oh yes yeah that's a good i mean it's a fair comparison <laughs> if we're, we're talking about literal animal exports certainly other uh easier to come by uh, commodities and like uh, and valuable ones would be exchanged. Mm -hmm. But then what would the uh, orcs trade them in return? They would just take them. They would just murder them with knives. That's what the orcs <laughs> would do. Yep. Well, <laughs> it's... but also without Sauron, there's no... Uh, sorry, let me flip those R's. Without Sauron at the helm, there's not really anyone running the ship. So... Helm... Deep. Sorry. Helm. Helalums deep. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think you can roll every letter. <laughs> I know. What if I just like got on the ground and started rolling around, like just talking <laughs> completely normally? Does that count? Like, can I just save time by doing that? that that's how I've been recording the whole show. I don't know what, <laughs> how I'm supposed to do this. Does this please you, Jolkin, Rolkin, Rolkin, Token? Huh? Conlangs, yeah. But <laughs> um, I, I God, what the fuck was I talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe like some loose orcs could like take like a uh, could attack like a spice caravan. Maybe Gondor uh, would start trading with Harad after the war. 
Yeah, it, it's possible. If, if I think they, uh, if they have the kind of you know whatever we. <laughs> It's it's almost like so uh, seafood restaurants and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They kind of have the catch of the day policy. Uh, some of the more I guess authentic, regular, like actual seaside restaurants like that, right? Yeah. Uh, so I-, I could totally imagine an orc restaurant having the same kind of policy, but with the meat of the day. That's true, but also meat has to be. I guess meat doesn't have to be earned because like he kills that uh, one guy who's like trying to defy his orders, and then like. A bunch of people just swarm in on him, but he has to invite uh, again, them first. Yeah. Again, we're reverse engineering from the fact that there are restaurants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. so do they have currency? They don't hmm. have a cent- do they have a central government that respects that enforces that currency? Do they just barter so, for food? It's a it's a, a, a valuable question. I think that before we get to currency exactly. Uh, you can have a menu without having prices. What is the value of a Sauron buck? One one hundredth of a cent. Yeah, but there are... Uh, I, 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 could, I could not tell you about orc culture and whether there's a uh, a true currency or anything like that. That... It, it just seems very, uh, very... I don't think that it's uh, thought out at all well this is something that george rorge rartan martin uh said about tolkien where it's like aragorn ruled for a million years and he ruled wisely and well and it's like well what does that mean <laughs> uh so actually I-, I have found something that uh that made me th- think of this a little bit uh and it's about uh orcs as um as a, a dark as a dark reflection of some of the other races so that. I would like to take that and say that, in a way, perhaps some of the traditions and practices of the orcs are twisted and not fully um, mirrored versions mm. of the so, uh, uh, elves. It, it, imitations, like uh, so, perhaps a an orcish restaurant like doesn't have the whole current idea of currency and stuff like that, but it does capture the all right. There's A, B, or C. What do you want? That. Just sounds like a post-currency society, and that sounds really good. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like they've they've got it all sorted out. Uh, orcs are they know what they're all about. Orcs under orcs get it. Uh, yeah, well, so I, I think we can we can kind of wrap up what this uh, this de- this design philosophy is. Mm. Uh, we we've we've got all the pieces here, so. If it was more modern, it would certainly be this kind of uh, underground cool kid place. Mm-hmm. Lots of uh, neon colors and dark atmosphere. Applebee's so far. <laughs> yeah, honestly, uh, I I am getting a little some TGI Fridays vibes. Mm. They just have like a bunch of uh, their enemies' heads on the wall. I don't know about you, but every time I've gone to TGI Fridays, it's been like dark and poorly lit. You know what? I think that's right. So it's it's like that, and yeah, a bunch of heads on the walls. Uh, I'm all for it. Weapons and other bloodstained things hanging up. Oh, that's great! If and... a bar fight breaks out, because you can just grab something from the walls. <laughs> yeah, it's very handy. Also, something that happened to be at uh, at TJ Fridays, which now that it's this is really apt. I've had steak served on like sizzling plates, mm. and honestly, if there is any presentation whatsoever. <laughs> From meat served at a an orc restaurant, I would expect that. Just how the oven 
Uh, they like uh, you would probably get bread as not if not your main course, then uh, part of your uh, an appetizer. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, I mean, like you know, there's always bread for the table. That's a thing. Bread for the table. It makes perfect sense. Uh, they got salt. They got imported spices, and uh, it's kind of catch of the day style. Whatever meats that they have on it on hand. Yeah. No. That. I. I that's a. You know, they're, they're my, your options between those meats is what we call a menu. And, uh, I mean, I guess they don't really have a lot of use for fruits or vegetables because they just don't need them to live. <laughs> Honestly, uh, with their... Uh, I saw some speculation about their dietary stuff, about that, how they might be able... A-okay, like a vulture, A-okay eating rotten flesh. Hmm. Well, or or some, some of that tune. So I could see a uh, almost... We're not fully carnivore, but we're pretty dang paleo, aren't we? It also kind of reminds me of uh, the Inuit, how they uh, have a very, like, uh, I, I don't know if they're exactly this, but I think they're uh, the most carnivorous people on Earth hmm. because just it's so difficult to get uh, to either gather or farm uh, plant material there. They must have some, but it's not uh, as much as other people. So I think it might just be kind of like an extension of that into like the vulture territory, like what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, I truly, we, I, they, uh, they did not mention vegetables whatsoever. So they must not be in their diets. Yeah. I mean, with the tusks thing that makes me think about pigs, mm. I mean, that kind of makes me think that like, Ooh, like what are you doing? I'm, I'm digging for tubers. But I wasn't digging for tubers. I was digging for the truth. Something in me, or something outside of me, had told me what a menu was. And I intended to dig greedily and deep until I found a demon who would tell me what the fuck was going on. Maybe I'm still digging. Who knows? Who knows? Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. Hopefully it'll keep digging and take us to our final rating place. We we rate this monster on some kind of arbitrary crazy scale. Yeah. Uh, how do you rate the Orakai out of ten? Uh, or out of what? Let me put it this way: out out of ten, I would give the Orakai seven out of ten myself. Hmm. I'm gonna get seven is a good number of options on a menu. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. I think that's fair. Um, I'm gonna give the Orakai. I am going to give the Urukai 8 out of 10, because uh, they would give themselves a 4 out of 10 for losing uh, the war against the free peoples of Middle-earth. And uh, I think I can double that score and give them a a (laughs) much-needed pick-me-up. Sounds much needed. Yeah. Uh, So uh, thank you for joining us for another episode of Finding Monster Rights. If you liked this episode, good. I liked it too. All right. Yeah, that's me it. as well. All right. We had a good time, everyone. I, I thought I was going to transition into the plugs there, but I decided not to. No, you found the this podcast before. You'll find it again. Yeah. Next time when we talk about uh, a, a creature from across the stars. You want a place where peasants don't say, look out, it's the Urukai. You want a place where everyone says Urukai. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Thank you.